It's like Casey it's just sort of forgot about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Casey, do you believe in love after loss is the real question. <laughs> Who has a better story than Casey the Broken? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Vassals of Kingsgrave for our first episode of the series, series premiere of House of the Dragon podcast. Um, we're back. We're relevant again. We love it. Maybe more than two people are listening. That's awesome. <laughs> um, uh, my name is Adam, also known as Drown Snow Across the Interwebs, and I am joined by Casey. Hello, it's Casey, Blue-Eyed Queen. Juicio? Hey, it's King Juicio, or Benjamin. Katie? This is Katie, Lady Griffin, or Dead Leaves in My Hand. Matt? What's up, y'all? As always, uh, Michael? Hey, guys, Michael Kalwadegi. All right, welcome. So uh, that's great. Went smooth. Introductions, as usual. Everything was great. Uh, there were no problems there. <laughs> so this is, uh, yeah, the first episode of the new HBO series, a uh, prequel spinoff of Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire World, House of the Dragon. And uh, we just watched it. I know that there were spoilers kind of lurking around the internet. It uh, premiered in some regions a little early. Um, what did we think? Do we want to give this some kind of like lemon cake or arbitrary rating as we do you know it doesn't mean anything but it's fun uh, i don't know like how many like bashed in knight's heads or something i don't know um who wants to go first first um i don't have a, a ra- five lemon cakes out of five uh Ooh. yeah i mean having Ooh. just reread having just reread fire and blood i was super hyped for it and uh, I guess I do have some quibbles, but they're not big enough for, to detract a full lemon cake. Maybe like a four point eight. Um, I don't know. Like at this point, I feel like I would rather have Fire and Blood Part Two than The Wind of Winter. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm obsessed with Targaryens, and so this was kind of everything I wanted. Um, and I kind of I I really like the actor who plays Viserys, and I really like the actor who plays Damon, and I thought the dynamic was good and surprising and. I don't know. I'm really excited for where the season goes, and it felt felt good. <laughs> I have no big complaints. I have a few little complaints. All right. That's a great way to start us off. Uh, Casey, what do you think? So, I don't know. I was thinking of, like, giving it a 5 out of 5 lemon cakes because, like, I'm just happy to be back with, you know, this show and stuff, but... Um, you know, I, I think I'm kind of with Katie, like there was a couple things where I was like, eh, but, um, might as well eat all the lemon cakes and give it a five out of five. Yes, very nice. Oh, uh, what about you, Michael? 
I don't know if I've got a lemon cake rating in my mind, so I guess I'll just go with five out of five and say I'm really optimistic for the show's future. It was it was really well done. Coming off of uh, the way Game of Thrones ended and the way the last couple years have been, I think the uh, enthusiasm and kind of positivity towards like, hey, this might actually be good, is uh, is is a good thing to see. Uh, what about you, Matt? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a rating. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty hyped for the show going in. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. Like, I feel like I'm still watching it while standing on the edge of a crevasse, just like waiting to be pushed in. <laughs> um, okay, well, I will not dare to hope. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's... Th- there's a lot of stuff I like about this, um, but I think the the main draw for me going into this show is the Rhaenyra Allison like dynamic, and so I'm kind of just like holding my breath right now. Um, I would say probably the standout here is is the the tourney action I thought was a lot of fun, um, even even with the quick cuts. Um, I really like Corliss. I think he's awesome. Yeah. Um, he was a blast. And yeah, and Matt Smith is just really doing it. Like, this should be fun. Um, you know, quibbles where, you know, just the, the random nudity still feels awkward. And the whole bit about the others at, at the end feels awkward. Um, just at like, yeah, I'm fully like... taking a point down that, well, no, I'll take it down to 4.5 because Song of Ice and Fire line yeah. <laughs> fully ripped we're me out of it. We're going to get to that. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, but other than that, had a blast. Okay. And what say you, Benjamin, Lord of Trivia? Um, I really enjoyed it. Like, probably a 5 out of 5 for me as well. I thought Patty Constantine as Viserys was amazing. I, I really think he stole it. And in a way that I was not expecting. Like, I was not expecting going into it to be blown away by his actor. And dude pulled it off. I think also uh, Otto's actor, Reese Ifans, I had to look it up, um, was amazing. Um wasn't expecting him to be that good either. Uh, and Damon. Damon was also great. Just just very... Lots of Matt Smith doing things. Um, I, I had the same issue as you, uh, Lady Griffith. Because I didn't like that at the end <laughs> there. But overall, I really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys. Um, I really, I really had a great time watching this and I mean, I'll give it like a four, a five out of five. I mean, I'm not going to like quibble about stuff. It, it was not perfect, but I think that the feeling that like we're all back and we're excited and like this wasn't a disaster and they're doing a lot of the things that we want. Like, I mean, you guys have mentioned just little stuff like the tournament. I think Bina mentioned it too. was like, you know, compare this to the tournament, of the uh, of the tournament of the hand in uh, season one, you know, <laughs> that looked like it was you know held in somebody's backyard. Um, 
just just way better. Uh, you know, the CG looks good. We got you know dragons right off the bat. You know, uh, kind of not too much of that. And I guess like I was surprised by some of the casting because I didn't pay too close of attention to all of the casting. And so there were some actors in there. I mean, like um, uh, Graham McTavish. I, I noticed uh, who was he? Uh, oh, he Harold Westerling. Harold Westerling. Like King's Guard. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, so that that's great. Um, they they really got some good talent in here. I think the, the you know and like you said, I didn't expect um, King Viserys to to come off so well. And that performance just just in one episode told me like, okay, we're we're going to be good. But I feel like. Uh, I don't know. There's 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 stuff to to nitpick at. Like I guess you know some people said you know they got that sex scenes again, which I get. Um, the you know the ice and fire connection, which I think we're all going to be like, eh, that's a bit of a groan. But I I feel like that's an inclusion for you know the show audience to try to kind of connect the continuity and bring people in right away. And I, so I I see why they do that. And I guess yeah, I mean it, it probably is going to be irrelevant anyway for the show, right? So. You know, I'm fine with that. Um, I do feel like I don't know if you guys have the same issue, but I felt like it was a bit dark, like just like visually. It's like the same thing with like some of the episodes in season seven and eight of Game of Thrones. Like I had to turn my brightness up um, in parts, and like I mean, I have a different TV than I had back then, even like a much better TV. And there are times when like I can barely see what's going on. So I don't know. That's that would probably be like my one like big detraction aside from some of the some of the story beats. You know, are kind of go so quick but you know the the costuming the casting they've clearly spent a lot of money on this they wanted to succeed or at least they did before hbo is you know starting to be gutted so we'll see how it goes um yeah i'm, I'm optimistic i hope i hope this is a good season i hope that people engage with the show again and it's a lot of fun i didn't have that darkness issue with my tv but yeah me neither i had um at, at the in the first scene in heron hall i had some a little bit, a little bit, where it was just, it felt a little too dark. Although it's Heron Hall, so, you know, it's supposed to right. be dark and spooky. But at the same time, most of it was pretty great. Pretty, pretty. What do y'all think about the choice of uh, opening the series with the council at Heron Hall? I think it was a good way to frame it. I, I thought, I liked the, uh, the, the, basically like the almost House of the Dragon, or sorry, House of the Dragon almost fire and blood like narration that we had going on of the events in the the council um yeah i i was wondering what they were going to do to set it up because like i was joking about this on the skype but i had to draw a family tree for my mom and dad <laughs> like to kind of explain where every like everybody's going to fall in the in terms mm-hmm. of the conflict i'm like man like this is really complicated succession to like some like to the uninitiated but they Mm -hmm. they simple they simplified it really well like they took uh out of the equation and just made it between rainies and and viserys and it's like okay that actually like that establishes the gender imbalance that that cuts like some extraneous characters out of the mix it was a good choice i think um go ahead i was gonna say i also think it makes sense because they were going to fuck with the ages of Lenor and and all of the kids. So having them be at the council as like babies. Right. Well, they weren't, I don't think they were born yet. Like in in this timeline, like the way the show's doing it, like I think they're younger than 
Yes, that's what I'm saying. Rhaenyra. Yeah. They are maybe. I have no idea for sure. No. I mean, yeah, those, those kids look younger. I think they'll give us a good bit of uh, exposition on this. You know, at least especially for I mean, for some of us kind of need a refresher, and you know, certainly for the people watching at home, like, wait, who's that? What's going on? Especially because half of these people are related to each other, um, or intermarried or whatever. But the the council scenes until that kind of I mean, I guess you'll still have those for a while, but until that kind of devolves, the council scenes are a good way. To like, let me make it clear. So and so is, you know, like they can put it all out there in a way that doesn't feel too uh, beating you over the head with it. I, you know, I agree. I, I look at the um, what was it the the scene where they're talking about the succession right after Allison's, uh, not Allison, sorry, uh, Emma's death, and uh, they kind of laid out Rainius's claim even better for the audience. I didn't really need it, and I figure most of us didn't, but I think for the uninitiated, it helps. So we'll, we'll move on, and if she gets that uh, fixed, she can just kind of come in whenever, and we'll, we'll uh, see what she thought. Um, so what were we talking about here? The next scene is uh, Rhaenyra flying in on Syrax, which I have a question. Is it a different CGI like production department that's like doing the dragons because they look different. I, I, that's a good question. I was wondering the same thing. I when I was watching it with Greg, I was like, "This is like you can see the CGI, right?" And I'm, he's like, "Yeah, it's CGI." And I'm like, "No, no, like you can actually see the CGI, and not like you could in Game of Thrones." <laughs> <laughs> I think part of it, it. I mean, like the face of the drag, the faces of the dragons look very different but also like Cyrex is like a bright yellow and I'm like yeah. that's way harder <laughs> to make look like non-cartoonish I, yeah I will say it looked pretty great though oh yeah oh yeah and same with Caraxes at the end and I do like that the dragons look very different like his is like a long the blood yeah. worm blood worm I was thinking the same thing blood worm and he's long <laughs> neck boy <laughs> with leg wings or whatever they are I've got a friend and he's been like editing his neck to make it longer just messing with it it's hilarious, great image yeah, I, don't know, like, I don't know if it's a different company but I mean they definitely um, are More doing money. a much better job I would uh, say um, it's a step up at the very least from yeah. Game of Thrones I Either it's more of a priority and they put more money into it, or they have a different company, or they're taking different uh, direction. I don't know. They're but whatever their it is, animators it better. Right. Like, no, no, no. no. I, I want them all to look the same, and I don't even need to see them. Okay, just it's good. just just put it up there. I don't care. Make it better for less money. Yeah. And uh, less time. Yeah. You, you have three hours to get it in there. I, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll yeah. we'll see we'll see how it holds up, but it. I feel like you can't do this show, and I think a lot of us thought, oh, I don't, they'll never do House of the Dragon, because, like, so expensive, so much CG, like, you know, they, they couldn't do it. Um, but you can't do this show without doing the dragons right. And I think they realize that. Yeah. And they've, the dragon hit dudes. Yes. That I, I do... Wondering... Go ahead, Taser. No, no, I was just wondering, like, all those guys, like, circling around the dragons like are they not scared like are they just this is what they do i guess because this is the time of the dragons but 
Um, it was, it's just like so different from Game of Thrones and what we saw there with people around dragons. Got burns on them. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, then, like, I guess, like King's Landing is probably like you know, like the New Yorker. You know, someone comes to visit, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, they're shocked by everything." And the New Yorker's like, "Eh, you know, seen it before." You know, or like when you know in comic books, it's like, "Oh, you know, the supervillains, you know, destroying the city again." You're like, "Yeah, I got an appointment to get to," but you know, like because because you've seen it. But I did have a thought of when um when he told him to head back to Runestone. I'm like, Runestone's not that big. You know, so some of these people at this time married off, and they would take their dragons, you know, to other places where they married or other places they held. What was it like if you were like a local somewhere else, and like someone, you know, married in, into your family or whatever, and suddenly like we've got to figure out how to keep a dragon here? Like, I mean, uh, yeah, kind of the Reina problem. Uh, oh yeah, she was she eating was... Far Island out of house and home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, there. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, there's a very intentional shot where, like, the people of King's Landing do not react to the dragon flying overhead. It's like same shit, different day. They're not at all phased by this part of their lives. Yeah, because at this point, what they have like at least fifteen dragons or odd living in the place. Yeah the uh, the showrunners have come out and said that. They're they're playing on including like seventeen over the course of the series, and I believe nine in the first season. It's kind of why they had to put so much focus on here because they have to <laughs> make them all look look different so it can be you know because they each have yeah some of them are gonna have beards you know beards yeah. and maybe some fake noses and glasses or something to make them look different yeah <laughs> one with a big old Santa hat. <laughs> God, it's that fucking that fucking photo of the the Hydra thing, the two serious ones, and then the, the fucking yeah. silly yeah. with the eyes all weird. <laughs> like, what happened? To... Is that sheep stealer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say, uh, Valerian. I'm loving the amount of Valerian in this show. The spoken, hi, Valerian. Like. It's it's cool that they have the detail, they speak it to the dragon, and then that adds a layer of when Rhaenyra speaks to Daemon and Valyrian, it's like their secret language, but it's also like a sign of respect, like, I'm a dragon, you're a dragon, we have our dragon language, it's cool. (laughs) I I appreciate that detail. Hightowers can't listen to us when we're talking our language. I will say the impl- the implication of that scene to me was also that Viserys doesn't speak it either, um, right? Just because the the way Damon was talking, like if they were clearly talking about him, and he would be close enough to overhear it. So I am curious about that. That's is a... Viserys not a dragon rider, right? He not, sen- not since Valerian. Not yeah. since Valerian, but he is a dragon rider. Okay. Um, he was, yeah. He doesn't have one. Yeah, I, I feel like that's why he's like, I mean, you know, call he's still ride. testing. Um, right, yeah, that's why sticking his hand over the flame, like, almost testing himself. I was I was curious if they were gonna, like, hone in on that to show that he's kind of, like, losing some of it. Um, that'd see, be interesting. I think it's it's because of the preceding scene, the whole, like, you're weak thing. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, 
it's a shame because it's like we know that he's uh, one of the good ones. Um, yeah, goodish. I mean, yeah. yeah, he's more of an oaf in the book. Here, it's like he's competent, but you can feel him taking the easy way out of the conversations. You can feel yeah. he doesn't have the power that you'd want out of a strong king. Right. But I will say yeah. that scene of him. I think what we think is on Dragonstone. Not sure if it's on Dragonstone, but. Be- with him and his council, that scene is great. It's so good. I know I'm hopping around here, but that is so good. The 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 way he just takes his council in hand and starts destroying them. Ah, oh. a feast for crows too. Yeah, oh, fun reference. Yeah, and I will say all the the Valerian is is good to see that pay off. Um, I know, like seeing uh, David Peterson talk at Ice and Firecon, he you know kind of went into a, a lot of you know how he created the language and you know even like the the letters and all that, um, which is pretty interesting. But I guess like forever in uh, you know throughout the whole run run of Game of Thrones, he's like, oh, let me make the language. Let me, and they were like, nah, we don't need it, <laughs> you know. Um, and then House of the Dragon, they were like, yeah, man, do it, you know. So. I, I do think it's nice to see them investing because you don't necessarily have to do that, do you? You know? Um, no, you, you can take the easy way out of it. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's nice when they it's really put in this effort. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. That scene when, when Damon's sitting on the throne, to get back to like more chronological, when he's sitting on the throne and Rhaenyra comes to visit him um, and like tell him to get off, basically. That. Yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, I, I was a little worried. Like, oh, would Matt would Matt Smith play? And you know, in the costume, in the armor, like the presence is there, the performance is there. So, I was I was really happy by that. He definitely yeah, gets saddled with the goofiest wig, but manages to make <laughs> it look good. <laughs> yeah, somehow more of a man. Greg was like he looked more like an elf than. Or, like, Elvish, I guess, from, like, Lord of the Rings or whatever. There was a couple Um, shots like that, where it's, like, especially him, um, I think it's right after the battle, or not battle, it's right after the, the, like, doling out of justice or whatever on the the streets of King's Landing, and he's at the council, and he's, like, you look like you're right out of Tolkien or something. He's got good villain face. He's got, like, sunken (laughs) eyes. It's kind of angular jaw. But that doling out of justice was... That scene was very bizarre to me. Because it didn't see... It was just like, grab random people and start hacking limbs off. Uh, like, well, without they, any... They put crimes on them, right? I think was they were it... a group of criminals. That was meant to be the idea. But it definitely came across like, these are random peasants. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, they didn't give us any proof that these people had done anything. I mean, afterwards he said he was punishing criminals, but, like, for all I knew, it was just people from the crowd. Yeah, the guy it was... was pointing his sword and he was saying, rapist, murderer, thief. <laughs> they were clearly cr- criminals, guys. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> hope, Where's the due process? You walking by when that happened. <laughs> I will say, the gold cloaks look awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like I would think, and I, I rarely ever talk bad on season one of Game of Thrones, but they look considerably better than then, and at any other point in time, because 
they just I don't know they look more professional more organized and considerably like better in uh what do you call it oh like they just feel like soldiers and or watchmen they say in the council that they spent an enormous amount of money to make them look good so maybe that was a comment on the costuming department So question for y'all. What did y'all think of this scene in the uh the Weirwood Grove? The history Being... lesson? Yeah. With uh Alicent and, and Rhaenyra. They're close. Yeah, I'm getting some like <laughs> crushy vibes. Like mm-hmm. all I want is for you to get on my dragon. <laughs> yes. I say, I've, been, I've been getting that all week. Yeah, like have you seen the photos they've been posting of this shit? <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to tell if this is, like, just, we're girl pals, or if this is, like, uh, some one-sided crush. It feels yeah, intense. That's, yeah. yeah, that's that's why, like, I'm holding my breath just to, like, like see if they're, like, if they're actually going to go for it, or if they're going to, like, be cowards about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely seems like, at least, uh, Rhaenyra has a little bit of a crush, um, which I think probably will play into how crushing it'll be when Allison um turns or bad. Yeah. <laughs> Says right here in this book that I'm gonna have sex with your dad. <laughs> oh um also uh, Greg wanted me to say, mention that um he audibly gasped when she uh ripped out the page of the book because <laughs> very old book. So did I. Oh Books are expensive. <laughs> That's also Classic like, Greg. why are you destroying it? No. <laughs> yeah, it's great how Otto Hightower just immediately farms out his daughter. Yeah. Oh, on your mother's gal. Jesus. That scene <laughs> was gross. <laughs> that scene was so gross. It, it, yeah. I mean, where she comes to visit him in, in the king's chamber and he's building his, like, Gundam set or whatever his Gundam figures. His I like that set, scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that felt believable. Where he's like, he's clearly looking at her as a child, and then he kind of just has a big, like, lets his guard down. It was a good breaking of the ice. Listen, in that scene especially, it felt very. It felt reasonably tense for her. Like, mm-hmm. she has every reason to feel, like, awkward and tense. And also sad, of course. Because, like, I don't think she actually wanted Emma to die or, or Rainier to not have a mom, you know? Mm-hmm. So, especially, of course, because they talk about in this episode, like, recently her own mother passed. So I'm sure that brings up those memories. She wasn't torn up about her brother getting his face mashed off at the turn. Yeah, that was that was weird. Like I thought she was worried and all of a sudden like just did not give a fuck. <laughs> she looked more excited to give him the the oh the favor. I thought that was weird. Maybe yeah, he thought... wasn't hurt as bad as it seemed. Because my first initial thought was like, oh he's fucking dead. But <laughs> I, I guess it's just a scrape. Yeah. I kinda I kinda saw like a look between 
Allison and her father, like, right before giving that, that kind of showed that she was a little bit, like, hesitant, but she has to do this because it would look bad if she didn't otherwise. Um, but, like, I, I felt like they were kind of, like, looking at each other, like, or she was looking, at least for him, like, wondering if, like, things were okay or not. Um, See, I took look as she was appearing too excited to do it. Because at first it seemed like she was excited and, like, more bubbly. And then she turns to her father, and she seems to dull in mood. At least to my eye. I don't know. I'll have to go back and rewatch that just to make sure. No, that was my impression as well, is that she looks at her father and checks herself. Like, she's embarrassed by her excitement. Because mm-hmm. she knows he disapproves. Quick question. Is Kristen Cole Dornish in the text? I don't remember that detail. I, I thought it was from so. the Stormlands, but he might be a... I think he's from specifically the Dornis Marches. Okay. So yeah, I, I think he could technically he could technically look Dornish without being Dornish, but maybe they're just switching it up based on the actor they got to play him. I don't. There's there's also like the whole like uh what do you call it um places that are close together and have lots of blood feuds also end up intermarrying a bunch. Right. Yeah. Uh. It's like uh, Brackens and Blackwoods are basically the same house at this point. They just hate each other. Because, yeah, the, the character could just be wrong, like on, on her read. Also true, of, yeah. Of, of what he looks like, so. They wouldn't make it that difficult. It's probably just Dornish. Yeah, true. probably. What did we think of the the displays of violence at this kingly tourney um, where people are getting their faces smashed in and stuff? Yeah, I was I was surprised. It just it just took me aback because I wasn't expecting it. Obviously, you know, obviously the the deaths are usually just accidents from tourneys as they they blunt the stuff. Yeah, they're not supposed to kill each other on purpose yeah, <laughs> unless right, yeah. like different rules. Yeah, but you could also, you know, you could also just change that up in style and interpret it, you know, just like a, you know, blood sport for the masses in a Coliseum-esque thing. You, yeah, I, I could see a reason behind it um, into making that change, but yeah, I was a little taken aback. But, the, you know, they just make it so that those people fighting aren't, you know, actual, <laughs> like, important lords and shit. I mean, there was, uh, actually, one of my favorite parts of the episode was Bormund showing up to um, ask for Rhaenys' favor. And then the little comment that Otto had afterwards about having the man's tongue out. <laughs> Whoops. And people go like, ooh, or, or they like laugh awkwardly or something when he says that. It was, it was a nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did y'all think of the whorehouse scenes? favorite it's just like i just i like i don't care it's just it just feels you know at least they're not really like beachifying oh yeah that's while while in the middle of it that's Um, actually my compliment is that i actually like i like the scenes um yeah baby steps (laughs) they're not yeah there's there's no sex position i thought it actually did some legwork for damon's character and that He's more comfortable 
there among the the whores and the small folk than he is up in the cha- in the castle. And also, like in the book, it makes it when he when he jokes about Viserys' son dying, it makes it seem like he's a total prick and he's just doing it for like his own amusement. And here, it just seems like it's it's something he's put up to, and he doesn't really. He doesn't mean anything by it, or he's not doing it out of necessarily malice. It's just like whatever. <laughs> he's drunk. Um, yeah, I do. I do like that change. His own, his own, even exclamation possibly rings true. The whole "we all grieve in our own ways." But yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not willing to give him all of that. To be fair, because he did say a pretty shitty thing. Sure. Um, that being said, I really like. I think that one was the better of the two courthouse scenes, personally. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that one uh that, that one felt less uh exploitative, I guess, mostly because it was it was like more necessary to the plot. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just you can't you can't help but think back like no matter no matter what they do. Um you can't so. think help but think back to season 1 when Peter Bailey says play with her arse. Yeah. <laughs> starts talking to the camera for 5 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Now let me explain um, my backstory. Yeah, it's just too bad because yeah, I, I do, I do really like the actress that's that's playing Masaria. Um, oh, you think that's good. is she actually listed as Masaria? Well, so the I I was one because I couldn't I couldn't quite tell at first if it was her. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna try to pronounce her name. I can never say it right. Um, but uh, but no, the the subtitles came up and listed Masaria. So. Oh, cool confirmed yeah no but she but yeah she's been in a bunch of stuff like the alex garland stuff like ex machina and whatnot and uh she was in uh crazy rich asians rich asians too is she doing the dance in ex machina with um yep uh, oscar isaac oh my god that's yep great. yeah exactly no she's an awesome actress Tanoya Mizuno? Yep. Okay. I I still have to see next month. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Say what? Hey, we'll get to it. Um, It's okay, I haven't seen it either. (laughs) It's really good. (laughs) Random note on the attorney. Um, I saw Bolton shield. I thought that was funny. Yeah, they definitely laid laid him out on purpose. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I really like the quick turn on those on the jousting thing like that, where oh they're just God, like yeah. back and forth and immediate. Like that was that's that's what kind of got the first like gasp out of me in the episode. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. And the Damon knocks, look- yeah. Damon horses- knocks that guy's over with his horse's ass. It looks good. <laughs> yeah. I, the 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 horses look great. I've got to say, horses have been always great. You know, they're great actors, great little horses, but they look great. The dragon armor on Damon's horse looked really nice. Right? Yes. Yeah, I like the um, I like the parts on the neck, going up the back of the neck of the horse. It kind of bothers me that he doesn't have a visor, but that <laughs> seems like something he would do. So I'll forgive yeah. it. Very what, on brand. What bothered me more was when Kristen Cole didn't close his. That I was like, "What are you doing? Close your visor. There's wood flying all around. You can get it in your eyes." <laughs> At least they just... have helmets. Yeah, <laughs> fair. 
At least they have helmets. Yeah, that whole tourney scene where they were going back and forth between uh, the tourney and, uh, you know, everything that was happening in the tourney, which was very violent, and then uh, the baby being born was just... It was a lot. Um, You know, I, I feel like... I feel like I was kind of just like, oh, no, no, no. And then like there was that one scene where the kid in the background threw up and I was like laughing about that for two seconds. <laughs> and it kind of it made it a little bit better, but I was still just like, oh, my God. And the fourth C-section yeah, the, the was the just... Yeah, the squire in the back ugh. was great. Yeah, okay. I, I, so that's where that's where my like like work um, <laughs> knowledge intrudes. Like, that is not a proper C-section incision. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> It's all in my mind that they didn't tell her beforehand. I yeah. guess, yeah, even like maybe even have. I mean, stuff. obviously she's dazed and and drugged, but I don't know. Like you can have like a bit of a conversation and be like, I, I don't know. <laughs> it kind of drove me nuts. That like, okay, honey, the baby's about to be born. Because he didn't, uh, he didn't even seem to know that this was a thing you could do. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, powerfully. Yeah, yeah. Like it kind of. I had to like kind of mute my TV because I was like it was blood curdling how yeah like despairing those screams were. <laughs> that um that scene was very visceral, very rough, and uh, it was yeah it was something. I also I will say uh to like go back to fire and blood for a second. They told Alyssa when she was gonna have uh what was it Boros's baby. They told her and she agreed to it. Real bad, serious. Real bad. That is not cool, dude. That's that. It was horrible. It was like really horrible. I, I'm I'm assuming that like he either was Did so like dazed about not like. Hello? Oh, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I heard a hello. Oh, oh okay. I I kept on hearing. Uh, Katie saying, can you guys hear me? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, she needs to leave and come back. Yeah. One second. Um, but no, no, I was just saying that um, it felt like to me, like, Viserys either knew that, like, her answer would be to, like, save her and not the baby, or he was just, like, so, like, blinded by wanting a son that, like, he... Uh, just was like, get the baby out. I want the baby, and I I don't think yeah. it was that. I think it was like the maester yeah, made it clear you don't really have a choice, and he didn't know what to do at that point. Like, I don't think there was a like, let me have a conversation. I think there was a like, let me have a moment with my wife before she's dead, and like try to console yeah. her whatever way I can. Like, I don't think it was like a, you know, like he didn't like I don't know. They don't. They clearly don't do this. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't even know this was a thing, so, and then like when she when she saw the knife, she she was completely freaking out. So she, it's not like she even realized what was going on. Yeah. The uh yeah the mace the maester was saying that she was gonna die either way, which I mean might be complete bullshit, but I mean the, right yeah that's what they presented to him. So wearing my tinfoil hat, it is complete bullshit. I'm playing. I'm playing. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm there's. There was some in the in the inside the episode. There was some <laughs> awkward talk from the 
um, from Miguel and Condal, like, about that topic, which is not going to come off well of two random guys talking about this scene. I think I did laugh, though, when the maester is holding the baby. He's like, you have a son, and then the baby, like, makes a coughing coughing noise. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have a baby here. Cough, cough, I'm dying. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, so that that horrific incident behind us... (laughs) Ooh, to go back to the tourney, uh, Steve Toussaint and Corliss Valerian and um, Rainey's like being being catty with each other talking. I loved it. I love it. All of it. I need more on time screen with them. Uh, on screen time. Those two are those two are great. That's that's gonna be a lot of fun. I will say I'm annoyed. Her hair isn't black but I get it. Yeah, I always forget that, because it's... <sighs> what is it? Silver, Her... and then it was changed to black, and now it's back to silver. Oh, that's right, because she's... Okay, yeah. Half breath, you know. Seed is strong. I will cut in here. Yes. Yes. And yeah. yeah. Yep. She was a Rogar's uh, daughter. Oh, no, I was just cutting in, because I, I know that lore. I... <laughs> for some reason it's just it stuck with me so are we at the uh sorry i I dropped out a couple of times um are we at the song of ice and fire we're thing all... we're not yet yeah just about yeah so baby dead queen dead and uh chris and cole wins yeah, I, I didn't get a good look at him. I didn't like, couldn't tell who was playing him. But noted winner, Kristen Cole. <laughs> uh, yep, such a winner. I did like that they started off with him using his uh Morning Star already. So nice touch already. But yeah. yeah. I really did enjoy the scene where um, it's like uh, the hot, the small council and the important lords of the court like getting the news and like rushing off of the tourney and Rhaenyra is like stuck there kind of because C- I assume that she kind of knows what might be happening or at least might be worried about what's happening because we also see her earlier in the episode like being very concerned over her mother and I have to assume that comes from the pregnancy issues Emma's already had. What facial expression was she making when she saw that? I kind of missed that. Was she like, oh shit? Or was she like, you know, I'm, yeah, I missed what, what, what she was emoting. To me, it looked like dread almost. But I, like, kind of the idea that like she was previously excited and then like it was drained out of her almost. Yeah, I I think I feel the same. I think that it was kind of like she knew something was wrong. She may have not like really understood what was wrong, but she definitely knew something was wrong. Which 
you know, we already know that she was, like, as I said before, she she was worried already about her mom and the pregnancy. And then we got that scene with uh, Viserys and, and Emma where, I mean, it's it's kind of obvious that they've suffered a lot with her pregnancy issues and, like, the numerous miscarriages that she had. That was nice in that it acknowledged the the grief that comes with losing so many babies. Um, I just feel that that's something in A Song of Ice and Fire that, like, it it's never really touched upon. It's just mentioned, oh, and this woman had 10 miscarriages, and poor Rayella, she had 11. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And oftentimes the focus is like, eh, you know, like even in history, like, oh, that woman was barren or, ugh, what, a, what, how horrible for the husband to not get an heir, you know? Uh, yeah, it was a real shame that that house couldn't live on. Right, right. I like that she says, you know, this is the last one. I can't do it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's hand jobs from now on, Viserys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could have multiple wives. Come on. There. If only, if only the whole question of succession didn't have to require a penis. If only, if only. <laughs> but alas, we're stuck with it. That one guy got his ball, uh, ball chopped off. I think we can, we can solve it that way. Yeah, we... the rapist. <laughs> <laughs> Got to see his jiggly ass for two blurry seconds. Listen, <laughs> they was, opened with that he, too. That was like the start. He had of some that cake. Thing. Good for him. <sighs> he just lost everything else. Man, it was rough. <laughs> Is that how you traditionally cut someone's balls off? You reach in from the back. I would have thought going oh, in from the front no. would have been better. I thought it was obvious they cut his penis off. They didn't cut his balls off, did they? I, I thought it looked like a ball sack, but maybe I was not looking at it closely enough. I don't know. I was I was deeply invested in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very non-conversation. My eyes were glued to the screen on this one. Let me tell you. <laughs> Fucking pausing and like walking right up to an inch of the screen. <laughs> Rewind, rewind, rewind. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Love that back. That's what took so long to join us. Uh, there, by the way, there's a, there's a Weeks Ahead trailer up on YouTube now. You can go watch after this. <sighs> Finally. <laughs> so do we want to talk about um, changes? Amen in the series in the throne room, which is Terrific, oh both of those God. actors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was tough, and yeah, I, you know, like I, I, it's does uh does I forget how Viserys dies in the um in the book. Are we allowed to say? Is that a spoiler? Or like. Are we all book? Aren't we all book people? Who cares? Okay, <laughs> okay yeah. that's how we don't know. If he cuts his hand. That, it gets yeah. infected. Yeah. Yeah, I assume that that last cut when he talked to Damon is like the final, is like the one that's going to get infected if they're going to go as fast as I think they are. But or it know. just foreshadows him eventually getting the Dying. final cut. Yeah, just like never, never like ever recovering, maybe. 
Yeah, because he has sores, like, from where he's gotten pricked before. Yeah, infection can take a long time. Yeah. I wonder, like, he's... Because they have that sore on his back, and he says it's from sitting on the throne. And they're like, it's not healing. And I wondered if, like, there's... If that's some suggestion that, like, maybe he has, like, some Targ-weakened immune system, (laughs) like, from... Yeah, that's what I was saying before. Since he's no, like, because it's, it's usually the Dragon Rider thing that, like, affirms that. And since oh. he hasn't rode a dragon in years, like, that, that's what I was talking about earlier with, um, right. like, the Balerian scene. Greg's first, first thought was grayscale, and I was like, no, they're not. They're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, mean, yeah. but I think, I think they, like the costume department used kind of the same, the same soup as they did for Sam's yeah. race. Like, oh, yeah. They could I'm have flashing back. Yeah, flashing back to to the Sam. Uh, what do you call it? Montage. This is the man. Look, I'm just gonna cut the gray scale out. Don't know why anyone ever thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to hot pies, hot pie. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me all the chain links. I'm done here. Fucking <laughs> uh, <Locking> Jorah. <laughs> I rewatched uh, the first episode of Game of Thrones before this, just to kind of get prepped. And there's there's some stark contrast. But here's my here to tie into that. Here's my question. Um, because yeah, I do think the Song of Ice and Fire thing is to kind of loop it into the original series for the show watching demographic. But I'm also thinking like the first episode of Game of Thrones, you have that intro with the White Walkers, so it establishes there's some supernatural apocalyptic shit going on. And then you cut to Winterfell and just kind of leave the White Walkers behind as it is in the book. And so that kind of has like the forward momentum of like there's this larger threat hanging over everything. And they don't really have that in the show. Like they establish, like the first scene establishes a lot of themes, but it doesn't establish like, like a goal or a looming threat. So I feel like they had to slip that in there to be like, look, there really are larger stakes at play. <laughs> like it's not just this dynast- dynastic infighting. There's actually like uh, apocalyptic circumstances that we have to keep in mind. Like, I could see that, like, being a very writer room solution. Yeah, I agree. Because especially once things get really bad, like, you know, why don't you just give up? Or, oh, no, I have to. I have to be the one because I know, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know how to prevent this, um, you know. But I, I don't think it'll come up that much. I think it's just kinda... I really hope it doesn't. I personally despise that theory. Like, yeah, it's one of it's... Lee's favorite ideas about the story. It, it weakens a lot of the conflict where it makes it less about the character feelings and more about the the prophecy and the effect that it has on them. But I do think it makes sense because it also starts out the show saying this is 172 years before Daenerys who uses her dragons to stop the White Walkers. How important that is. I, I, that's why I think it won't matter as much because even if they play it up more than we would like, the viewer knows, well, that's not going anywhere for a while, you know? Yeah. That's, oh. fair. That's fair. That's fair. I sure hope it doesn't be mentioned again. I think like it's a one and done thing. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, I'd be good with that. 
he called it a song of ice and fire. I was like, dear God, no. Yeah. <laughs> we also got the, the Feast for Crows line. Yeah, but that but was, see, that was, that that was, was a nice. good one. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. Like, that was well written. This one was not. There, <laughs> like, was couple, there was a couple other lines, like, just ripped straight from Fire and Blood. Like, the uh, the bronze bitch line about yeah. the, the, the women in the veil thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, where people fuck demon. sheep because the sheep are more attractive Pleasant. than the women yeah, yeah. here's um, a deeper question though they said that Aegon had a prophetic dream about the dragons needing to survive and it was a song of ice and fire like in the books we know that's like Rhaegar's line from Danny's vision but what if he gets it from his dreams from Aegon like he discovered, like, is this George knowledge that's bleeding into the show now where it's like, this was a Targaryen thing from the start, the Song of Ice and Fire? I mean, yes and no. In the world of Ice and Fire, it just says Valyrian priests prophesize that the doom of man comes out from a land beyond the Narrow Sea. Um, so I think it even precedes Aegon by a bit. Okay. Yeah, but this is like also, but... speculating it, so you know it's true. I mean, yeah, but after, you know, it's, after Fire and Blood came out, it seems like that is the most, it, to me, it's the most likely reasoning behind him deciding to just all of a sudden conquer Westeros in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I buy that part of it. It's just like the, just, the scene just fell flat coming on this random-ass TV show rather than us, like, reading it in a book <laughs> like yeah. that was my that was my main thing with it which is like just like the dialogue fell flat and i was just like well that was like this could be a huge thing and that was just fucking anticlimactic as hell <laughs> you kept yeah, it like vague, I... it would be fine but like yeah he just won't shut up he's like a cold wind will come out of the distant north and oh. when this northerly wind comes it will be bad and it's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I felt was... like I felt like the scene was going well, and then like I was like, "Ooh, prophecy!" I kind of like that. And then I then they said like literally like the thing, and I was just like, "Oh, no!" He said the title, <laughs> not like that, not like that. Cut to credits. Cut to credits. He said the line. <laughs> I guess that is one benefit of of House of the Dragon is that we don't like the story is finished, right? Like we don't have to necessarily worry about too many. Well, George told us, you know, behind right. the scenes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more us. about, like, the definitive, like, account, you know, compared to the numerous, like, opinions we would get in Fire and Blood. Like, that's really the, the yeah. only yeah, thing and that's, we're I think looking that's, at. That's what helps. Uh-huh. The story is not, like, super, you know, set in stone from Fire and Blood. And also, I mean, it needs to be fleshed out a lot. It's not a very um, long story. I'll have you know that Mushroom is a very reliable source. I trust him for everything. Do you think he's going to be in the show? <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. I think he doesn't fit the tone at all. And he probably would feel too much like a Tyrion thing. That's, yeah, that's true. He could be in the background. Yeah, maybe there's like a reference to it at some point. But I, I really don't think they would ever show. Rhaenyra mushroom. looks over her shoulders like, Mushroom, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Milady. My huge member. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me signs and portents. 
leads to the true north. <laughs> it's like a compass. <laughs> oh my god. It will be fun, I guess, like just as a cross comparison to see what interpretation they choose when they're telling the story. Because there are places where it's like, we don't know what happened, but here are three opinions. How is Lord Beesbury um, meeting his fate? That, that's the one I really want to know. Oh, same. My poor boy, Lord Beesbury. <laughs> Let me just think... look up Lord Beesbury real quick. <laughs> Kristen Cole is going to fuck his shit up. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. That's the most cinematic one. Being thrown out onto those spikes. And going, oh my god. <laughs> the things I do for love, just shove out a window. <laughs> That's the worst version of it, to be fair. I'm thinking the middle ground version, but uh, yeah, we'll see. You know, my worst fear is that we keep getting, like, a callback per episode. Oof, I, I truly hope not. That would That is the worst possible universe there. Yeah. As soon as you said the things I do for love, I can just see Damon saying that and then throwing some, like, Hiroshi <laughs> cell sword off the ship. <laughs> but these writers, they're smart. Like, they gotta know that, like, Game of Thrones, the show, is not well regarded right now. Like, you don't want to connect your thing to a, a pile of shit. Yeah, this is... I think this yeah, was but if more the only a pilot thing. But if we only reference things that people liked... Then it, nothing can go wrong, guys. Damon's gonna say the bells, they mean surrender. We've established <laughs> this. <laughs> As we take Bloodstone, the bells, they mean surrender. And then Damon gets him on his track and says, I don't care about the bells. <laughs> truly, truly awful. I can't wait for someone to talk about impregnating the Aaron, uh, the Vale of Aaron, with twenty good men. God, I'm. It's. I feel both nostalgic and angry. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I still think about Davos saying, "There's no one left in the Reach," <laughs> when they're talking about who's going to take over in the oh my South. God. <laughs> I mean, like, the the show, like, I, I know a lot of people are, like, did not like the last two couple seasons of the show, and, like, a lot of people are very angry about it, but, like, consensus-wise, like, world consensus-wise, is, is it really that everybody hated it, or is it, like, you know, more like 60-40? I mean, it's like, for a group of people out there that really, really liked that last season. My yeah. parents loved it. My my dad did too, so they got the they got the over fifty somethings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you understand it, mom, okay? Yeah, I guess they're, they're only the, show watchers. There's a question like, do you do you guys know the people that you knew that were into Game of Thrones or are you feeling like there's like the same excitement level or I know people mention that the show is coming like that. I knew that we're kind of into game of Thrones, like that I work with and around, but then like this week, no one was like, Oh yeah, that's this weekend. Like I'm curious if it's going to be something that like hits maybe after a week or so, like it didn't seem like it was as big of a, a thing this time. Around. 
Adam, I'm yeah. the opposite of a gatekeeper. I make people enjoy my interests by yelling at them to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I push them through the gate and off the cliff. Yes, literally. <laughs> Get in. I mean, there was a, yeah, I there was a lot of hype on Twitter that today, like leading up to it, like way more than I expected. But it was, it'll, yeah. But also, our circles are a song of ice and fire. Twitter. Oh, mostly, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't talk to this. <laughs> I don't talk about this with other people. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see the, uh, the, uh, the numbers and how it does. I, I think that we'll have a good feel for how people. Uh, you know, like, like this is a new show, new season. I think people like us are cautiously optimistic. I think that people who are really, really into the show are into it. And, you know, I think that the rest of the world probably doesn't really care that much right now. But if the, you know, if the first season's really, really, really good, that's how you get everybody into the next season. And mm -hmm. that'll be like the true test of whether or not this is as big or close to as big. Just as time Game for Discovery to cancel it. So it's all right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was say they they just re like HBO Max just released like this huge like trailer thing of like all their upcoming shit and I was like good lord like that's that's like a lot of stuff and is that still set in stone shit Yeah I I was yeah. I I haven't been like keeping up with this but like is HBO like buying Discovery or is Discovery buying HBO I don't really know like what's going on with that The merger The merger but somehow Discovery's in charge, and they're, like, canceling stuff left and right and firing people. Yeah. yeah, they're talking about, we should just make documentaries. And you're like, what are you doing? I mean, their security for uh, Game of Thrones slash House of the Dragon leaks is, has not improved, clearly. <laughs> nope. So. Yeah, I think they fired the security people. And I, didn't replace I, uh, them. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I was, I was told last night like oh it leaked here and i was like oh i'm not gonna watch it because i wanted to watch it specifically at the time it released with a bunch of friends uh yeah so it it took a a considerable effort from me when given it yeah i know well, that i know at least bina watched it leaked but i don't know anybody else who did but i mean it's different when it leaks like it's like it was on. I guess it was on uh, HBO or whatever Canada. Like, you know, this morning. I think it. I think it was like multiple leaks. Like, I think that. Yeah. Like it it like leaked got put up early. It, it actually did. got put up in Canada early, and I think that it leaked somewhere else as well. It, it leaked um, on HBO Go, I think, at some point. That's fun. That still exists. Apparently, it's worth noting that. Um, like, even a lot of us who are, like, really excited, like, I mean, I, w I was sort of like, eh, I'll give it an episode and see, until maybe the last, like, two weeks, and I was like, oh, no, this is actually looking good, and it's starting to get hype. Like, a month ago, two, like, I wasn't, like, super hyped for this, because I was like, I don't know, man, I don't know, but, like, the more they released, you know, the better it looked, so. Yeah, yeah I think I've... similar for me. Sorry, go ahead, Casey. Oh, no, no, sorry. Um, I, I was just going to say, I, I think that I've had enough time to, like, grieve Game of Thrones, and it, I feel like it's a natural, it's natural for me to, like, be okay with watching with this now, so. Um, I feel like I was so torn apart by, like, the last It's like Casey season. just sort of forgot about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Casey, do you believe in love after loss, is the real question. <laughs> Who has a better story than Casey the Broken? 
Casey the blue eyed broken. <laughs> Queen's <No. laughs> Yeah, it's this the the I mean I'm 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 extremely excited for the show, but also like my expectations are are lower, not because of past dis- disappointment, but like I said before, like we have the story. It's a uh, I mean, it's in the bag. We know how it ends. There's yeah. not like there's not anxiety about like, oh my god, is it going to catch up to George? And like, what are they going to improvise? And how are they going to fill in the gaps? It's a, uh, I don't know. I have a lot of calm. You they know, can't I hurt can't me wait. anymore. <laughs> I can't wait for them to put Viserys on the throne instead of Aegon the Third. Aegon the Dragon's Bane doesn't exist anymore. He, it's it's Viserys the Dragon's Bane. That would actually piss me off. <laughs> I do I do feel like D and D did kind of steal us a little bit. I mean, maybe that's something we take from that. You know, it's like, you know, all all watchers are bastards in the eyes of those guys. So, you know, <laughs> as long as we use get his armor, he can't hurt you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You know, rereading Fire and Blood, as long as we get as many seasons until we get to the Battle Above the God's Eye. Yeah, I'll be happy. And that's that's like the it's like just make it to the Red Wedding. Just make it to that fucking God's <laughs> right. Eye battle. <laughs> Dude, give give me the butcher's ball. Yes. Have frickin' Kristen Cole be shot full of arrows and ridden Ready over cheese. by a hundred horses. Give me uh give me what is it? The first battle of Tumbleton? Oh, oh the sack of Tumbleton. Yeah. Or is it the second one with the betrayers? There's a bunch of battles at Tumbleton. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Give me the fish feed. That's what I'm waiting for. You know all the Hightower stands are hype. So, you know, that'd be good. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm so ready for Kermit. That's all I'm ready for. Kermit, Oscar. <laughs> Elmo. <laughs> Kermit the Hightower here. Or Tumbleton. Kermit the Tully. <laughs> and I'm Oscar the Grouch, Tully. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Elmo Tully to show. <laughs> oh, no. No. I don't know. We, we don't get a lot of Tullys in, um, in, in uh, Princess and the Queen, do we? No, they're kind of neutral for a big part of it. Because yeah, Grandpa right at the is, end, uh, which we might not even green. see potentially. Yeah, and it's like Starks don't play a big role, but then they play a big role in a small area. Yeah, at the end, I'm ready. You yeah. see how when they said said something in the north, and they then they had Rickon Rick Stark. Stark. <laughs> Rickard Stark doing his best impression of every other Stark that's existed. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Stupid belts over his chest. I've always hated that. We hear his it. army is zigging when it's zagging. <laughs> We've been hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, are we We're okay? Inside. Yeah, like, watching the first episode of Game of Thrones and Sansa being like, I must marry Joffrey, it's the only thing I've ever asked for. And you're like, oh. Oh. No. <laughs> Uh, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. 
It's definitely a monkey's paw situation towards the end. <laughs> you know the real thing that they robbed us from Game of Thrones? Is that monkey that that knight has. I forget his name. He's one of the ones uh, in the reach. With Renly? Mark yes. Mullendore. Mark Mullendore, thank you. Holy shit. <laughs> there you go, yeah. How did you pull that out of thin air? He loses an arm, and he was a dick to Ren, uh, Renly, to Brienne. Brienne, and yeah, to Brienne specifically. He was one of the people Brienne fucks up. Alright, well, alright then. Um, any final thoughts before we go? <laughs> anything, anything you guys want to talk about coming up, or anything else about the episode, or just... I assume... In general. I, I hope that we, we, see, we see Damon again soon. I hope that it's not like a little bit of a break without him or whatever. They actually like show what he's doing or what he's up to. No, I think they're going to, I think he's going to go fight in the Stepstones and they're going to show that. Because uh, that's been, the, it. Uh, there's some battles that appear um, that seem like they're going to be like that in the trailers. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I have, they, they were I talking about the Triarch. So. I've honestly like just started paying attention to like extra stuff like that's been coming out, like trailers and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, same. But hey, we're back. We're, <laughs> we're back. Again. There's like five people listening now. We oh. can't be hurt this time. That's right. That's right. This We've this already time, been we're hurt. We're in charge. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Let the hype flow through you. That's right. Everybody go out. Yeah. Pre order your Funko Pops. <laughs> oh my God. David about to go bankrupt. You're like, oh, I bought all the Blackfire stuff. I bet wrong. I bet wrong. <laughs> I bet wrong on the black <laughs> uh, Alright, well, this was fun. Um, so, because it's, uh, man, it's been a while. Oh. Yeah, and like the past year with like classes and stuff, I haven't even had time for podcasting hardly at all anyway. Um, I'm now looking for a lot of house, all this stuff. Yeah, now it's like, oh. I'll get this edited and up, you know, next year. Um, Woo! <laughs> oh, my goal is to try to do it tonight. We'll see. Um, anyway, so we will be back next week for episode two. And, um, yeah, I, I don't have a synopsis or an episode title or anything for that yet. And we didn't get a preview, but apparently that preview is online now. So we will discuss Prince. that more. It's um, called The Rogue Prince. It's called the Rogue Prince. Oh, see. So, oh, I need that yeah. audio that Preston Jacobs put into his video <laughs> for the Rogue Prince. It's the best audio in the world. Oh. You know, if you, if you say Preston Jacobs' name three times, I think you summon him. So be careful. Uh, that. I don't have to worry about that. That's my homie. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's just it's an ongoing joke. Um, I know. I know. I know. You're good. You're good, dude. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Uh, yeah, so th this is fun, and look forward to next week. And uh, you can find us on mostly on the Discord and on all the things. I'll I'll post links or whatever in, on the podcast. And uh, yeah, so it's fun. It's good to be back. Woo. All right, thanks everybody. Thanks, Adam. Thank you.
I'll direct your attention to the general chat and my great telly me. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> all I want is Kermit Tully. That's all I, I want, really. I'm going to have to use that. Okay. I mean, Depends there's a subreddit for a group of people out there that really, really liked that last season. My yeah. parents loved it. My my dad did too. So they got the they got the over fifty somethings. Like casuals. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. And this is why introductions are always the hardest part to edit. But it always comes out looking masterful, so it's fine. <laughs> no one's oh, ever the wiser. Yeah. I, I might spend 20 minutes, like, editing the introduction, and then I just skip to the rest of it. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because <laughs> that's the part people actually listen to before they turn us off. <laughs> <laughs> Did something happen? Yeah, Michael's going to try and leave and rejoin, it seems. muted that whole time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. The mute button oh, no. is different. That's <laughs> alright. I was like, wow. Wow. It's a, it's a, it's a hard audience right now. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me now. <laughs> alright, my fucking, apologies. Fucking crickets. It was brutal. Um, <laughs> fucking firing on all cylinders right now. Right. Adam, I, I can only imagine how beautiful that intro was that you said to nobody. Oh, no, it was not. It would have needed heavy editing anyway. Um, <laughs> but it would have, would have moved us on. Um. My dog is very upset about someone. My dog is very upset about Matt. someone. He is mad online. Hey, Matt! Hey, He's mad up? online. Hey, Matt. Did any of you guys get to watch like the the next um, next on? Because I couldn't get it to show up on my HBO Max. Yeah, I don't think it's on. It's not on here. All they got are the all that stuff they released on YouTube before well, the mine, um, premiere. Yeah. yeah, mine just started playing a little like after the show thing. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, well, but but it, there was no like next episode preview or anything like that yeah not, yeah. not. some talk about the season i guess but yeah not none boo right all right <laughs> right <laughs> tease us <laughs> i want to <laughs> tease us Are your i want hard? to be edged extremely <laughs> right it's like, it's like that guy at that one part of the episode that literally had his dick in her butt, like for that whole like five second speech. I don't know. I, I couldn't really. See. Well, you know, we're gonna get to that. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk more about that. Uh, why don't we go ahead and get started, and then we can. Uh, he had hella ass. That's all come back with that. He yeah. had hella ass. That's all I'm saying. All right, where are we here?
I mean, oh, yeah, there's also no audio channel when you do it this way to like type specifically in the audio channel. Oh, there is. Um, if you yeah, just hover is. over general, you just open. Oh, chat there is. Um, if you right just there. hover oh, over general, oh, you just open chat, and there's a chat. Oh, I, I didn't think you should have that. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Look yeah, how we are. It's there, but I also can't. I can't figure out how to remove it from my screen, so now it's just going to be there. Oh, I so guess. there's an X right in the corner. Well, oh, so there's an I, it X looks right like the same corner. X to like exit. On. Oh no, it isn't the same X to exit out the whole application. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, did I suddenly get too old for this? Zoom <laughs> symposium. Uh, are we are we ready to to get this show on the road? Yes. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Figure out what's going on with this.